Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. It's Cody Gotham's Cape Crusader, and we're keeping it geekly. Yes, this is your number one stop for all things geek culture, from comic books to video games and so much more. And man, am I excited because this is our second podcast of the week. Yes, you heard that right. We're going to be serving up some fresh Marvel comics right off the press. But before we do that, let's see what's buzzing around in the geek world and dive right in. One of the biggest pieces of news that has popped up since our last podcast has been on Disney Plus Day 2021 announcing X-Men 97 animated series. Yes, you heard that right. Announced on Disney Plus Day, Marvel Cinematic Universe dropped a heavy hitter that X-Men 97 will be arriving in 2023. The animated series from Marvel Studios will continue to explore new stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series written by executive producer Bo DiMeo. Now, I am a sucker for anything that gets any sort of revival from my childhood, so I might be a little bit biased here, but I am excited for 2023 and to see what this animated series holds for us. Now on to our next piece of news. It looks like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is experiencing some rather significant reshoots on set and only time will tell if this is going to be pushing back the film. So it looks like Doctor Strange is facing his biggest foe to date and that looks like it's going to be reshoots. And what sources are describing as being a rather significant impact, the new shoots are taking place in Los Angeles, both with additional photography and reshooting. So how significant, you may be wondering, it looks like actors are shooting up to six weeks worth of reshots, working up to six days a week with Sam Raimi as the Helmer and Loki head writer Michael Waldron still on board writing the new material. Now, not much else is leaked besides the crew involved is familiar with the Marvel method and working on recent pickups for the upcoming Spider-Man No Way Home and additional shooting for next year Oscar Isaac series Moon Knight. Now, ever since this news drop, I've been speculating left and right what this could mean. And I'm just wondering if Spider-Man No Way Home has anything to do with this or if maybe fans crying left and right about what they want has caused the director to add some additional footage. Now, with that being said, this does lead us into our last piece of news for the week. It looks like the old Nick Fury was revealed in the MCU Secret Invasion first footage. Now, this first footage look at Secret Invasion released on Disney Plus Day event gave us a first look at Nick Fury without his eye patch and leather jacket. He's looking older, he's looking rougher, and he is sporting one hell of a beard. Now, Secret Invasion will be six episodes long, set to premiere sometime in 2022, focusing on the Scrolls, a shape-shifting alien race that has infiltrated human civilization. Now, the first time we've seen them was in 2019's Captain Marvel, but the last time was Spider-Man Far From Home with Nick Fury and scroll leader Talos. Now, the Secret Invasion first look was the first of many to be dropped yesterday during the Disney Plus Day event. Let me know your favorite down in the comments down below. Now, with that being said, that does wrap up this week in Geek, but stay tuned. We got those fresh Marvel comics right off the press. Now, the first issue we're going to be talking about today is going to be Venom issue number one, Legacy issue 201, written by Al Ewing and Ram V, with art being done by Brian Hitch. Now, this issue starts off with Eddie Brock gone and his son Dylan bonded with the symbiote Venom and they're under attack. Now, Dylan is contemplating staying and fighting, but Venom's letting him know that his dad is gone and he needs to get out of there. Now, we have a flashback to about 12,000 light years away from Earth and four symbiotes are answering the call of Edward Allen Brock, king in black, king of all symbiotes. Now, we find that Eddie is following the distress signal of a relief freighter that's under attack by space pirates, and utilizing the four symbiotes, he's able to actually board the freighter, but we notice that one of them has rather ominous glowing red eyes. Now, after a while, he decides to name them after the Beatles, and a huge battle breaks out between him, the symbiotes, and the space pirates. Now, we pivot back to Dylan, who's on the verge of being expelled from school with his fourth fight in two weeks breaking out. And the principal demands to talk to Eddie, but Eddie is nowhere to be found because he has his hands full. That symbiote with the red glowing eyes, his name is Ringo, and he was sent 
to protect the crew in the escape shuttle. But the thing is, as soon as Eddie got there, he sees Ringo covered in blood with the entire crew dead at his feet. Man, Venom comes out the gate swinging and every issue just builds up the energy until that end. And I'm telling you, issue number two is gonna be insane. Now this leads us to our next book of the week, Star Wars The High Republic issue 11, written by Kevin Scott with art being done by George Genty. Now we begin this issue in Cyrus the Outer Rim with Nihil leader Laura D, unleashing a deep and dark horror on a Jedi, Keith Trennis and Tarek. Zetar, on the other hand, gets too carried away and goes for the killing blow against Trennis, but Laura stops him. They need to keep her alive to see if what happened on Gizriel was some sort of fluke. Now, unfortunately, before they're able to get much more information out of Kreat, he falls into some sort of void coma, not dead, but not alive. Now, things get even more chaotic as they arrive on that planet, and Skier is going to go through hell or high water to save his Padawan. Now, with this being the first Star Wars book I've actually dove into, I'll tell you what, Skier has definitely gone off the deep end, and he is falling from the path of the Jedi. I'm wondering what the consequences are going to be in issue number 12. With that being said, that's going to lead us to our last book of the week, which is going to be The Amazing Spider-Man issue 78, Legacy issue 879, written by Kelly Thompson, with art being done by Sarah Pitchley with Jim Troll. Now, this issue starts off with Ben Riley assuming the mantle of Spider-Man, and he is in the fight for his life as he's taking on none other than Morbius. Now, this is somewhere down in Midtown, and these two are going at it with Morbius being able to bite Ben and puncture his suit. Now, it's not long before Ben is injured while holding off Morbius, and that's when he gets a brilliant idea. He is going to go to the Beyond Building, and that's where he's going to hold off Morbius one way or another. Now, when he hits that building, he tells Morbius to hold it right there, let him get some help, or he's going to get hurt. And that's when Morbius charged him with a killing blow, but Ben's state-of-the-art security system blows Morbius's arm straight off. Now, as Morbius escapes, we see Ben collapse in Janine's arm, and things aren't looking good for Ben because there's only a limited amount of time before this vampire virus takes over. Man, let me tell you, I did not expect Ben to get bit by Morbius, and I'm left wondering if we're going to see a Spider-Man vampire come out of this. Now, with that being said, that does wrap up our fresh polls for the week. You can catch me on all of my respective social media platforms at Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and so much more at Job for a Cody. And as always, guys, if you enjoy this type of content, be sure to hit that red subscription button, turn on notifications, and most importantly, leave a comment down below letting me know your favorite part. As always, guys, keep it geekly.